George Soros, good sell. We're live. You're recording right now. <laughs> so uh, I want to start off and say thank you guys for being here this evening. Um, George is one of the coolest guys I know, so I'm very glad he came through this evening. How are you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. You know, I appreciate the invite. Thank you very much. You know, uh, excited to to talk is what I love to do. So let's talk. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I enjoy a nice relaxing conversation yes. at the end of the day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I spend most of my day talking so much that it makes me sick and tired. But now this is this is just relaxation. Yes. And how about you, Etzel? How are you? I'm doing good as well. Had a long day of work, but like you said, time to relax. Yes, ma'am. Um, but you guys are dressed to impress though. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm here relaxing. You guys look so professional. Like you look like you're ready for a networking event right now, and I love it. Is it the pin? Is that what it is? I mean, the pin is like the cherry on top of the sundae, <laughs> if you will. But, um, you know, it's that James Bond esque jacket with the top button open on your shirt. Shave I don't know. Chest if... hair, right? <laughs> it looks like you shaved it. Did you shave your chest hair? Oh, uh, no. Okay. I All mean, my hair is on my head. Okay. <laughs> because I was thinking whatever makes it so happy would be, you know, so. Yeah. um, Did you get that shirt, like, pressed or dry cleaned or? No, actually, I wanted to come in a hoodie. I wanted to come in my Team George hoodie. But I'm like, you know what? Let me, it's going to be on video. Let me clean up a little bit. Let me do my hair. Let me, you know, put on the blazer, put on the collar shirt, you know. George is conscious of uh, his appearance in a good way, right? <laughs> Only today, because the rest of the week, it's literally hoodie, jeans. Casual. That's that's it. I actually felt overdressed. I'm like, let me take off my stuff. <laughs> it's because of the weather. Once the weather starts getting nicer, then, you know, you start dressing to impress. Bust out the good stuff, you know? But now, you know, the weather, it's, it's still hoodie season, even though it should be short season, but. I don't know how to dress, quite honestly. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I leave the house in the morning. My car is like frozen with frost, and I put on a sweater, like a turtleneck, because my neck chills easily. So I'm always either rocking a scarf or like a, a high turtleneck. And, you know, you need it in the morning when you come out, right? Uh, and then by the afternoon, I'm leaving the office. I'm like, it's like 60 degrees or 70 degrees. I'm like, I don't need this anymore. It's just so crazy how. You have to like dress one way in the morning and then dress one in the afternoon. And then I don't know about you guys, but when the weather changes, I get like more prone to getting sick. Like when it goes from like hot to cold again, like I get colds. Like, how does this affect you guys, this whole weather? Well, see, you don't drink enough tequila. That's that's the problem. <laughs> if you drank enough tequila, you wouldn't get sick. Ask me when's the last time I got sick? How old was I? When's the last time you got sick, George? I think I was in high school last time. High school. Yeah. No kidding. Where'd you go to high school? Morton East. Mustangs. What up? Morton East. <laughs> represent. I won't say what class. Represent. Morton East. I mean, I, I wish I... I go to Lane Tech, but my parents bought a house in Cicero, moved from the north side to, to Cicero, and I had no choice but to go to Morton East. Nothing wrong with Morton East, you know, <clears throat> but I'd rather have gone to Lane Tech, better school, but it came out fine. Don't you think? I From think so, East? my good man. Yeah, you missed out though. <laughs> I didn't. I, didn't I went to late tech, so the the culture there and like 
even the size is just so different than I think any other school that's out there. So missed international days. <laughs> international days, what's that? Basically it's like Atlantic they have like a bunch of clubs. So it's Ecuadorian Club, Middle Eastern Club, Colombian Club, and then they teach you their like traditional dance and then they do like a fusion of whatever is also coming in in that place. Um, yeah and then at the end of the year like you'd perform for the teachers and the, the your parents and everything but it was really fun because the whole year you practice to be in this performance and what club but were you in i was an ecuadorian club <laughs> i'm mexican though but i was an ecuadorian club do you have any um ecuadorian in your background at all mm -hmm. or so that's the beauty because it was more like you know you go you join you try out and then you learn about this culture so it's not like they were like no you're not ecuadorian we're not gonna let you in so that was nice and so is lane tech like uh is that like uh what do they call those really um like elite schools magnet schools or something like that it's a selective school i don't know do they still do that no i don't know <laughs> i'm not that old but <laughs> it's a selective school you have to take a test and if you placed on it if you placed in then you would be able to get there it just depended on your GPA, but it was Whitney Young, Lane Tech, Lynn Bloom, and then I think that's all I could think of. Maybe like one other school. Okay. That you placed in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I went, would have went to Lane Tech, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be doing what I do, because I got the opportunity when I was at Morton, as a junior year, I got into a part-time job through uh, a local savings and loan bank. That's right, right in the corner, right off of uh, Cermak and Austin with the Rogue Training Clock, Central Federal. So they did give me an opportunity. Um, it was like a type of after school program. So if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be doing mortgages right now, which is crazy. And so do they like go to Morton for like, career day or job no fair i mean there was there was you know how it is it's not what you know it's who you know you know so i was blessed to my parents knew this one lady uh, it's called lulac i think it's a some kind of organization that places employment or jobs for the youth and you know at that time i was looking for for work i've always you know um wanted to work at an early age but you had to be at a certain limit age limit to to actually get a job not a paper route or whatever How yeah you? i was 15 15 15 when i got the the job but not doing loans i was just like a little gopher as they call it you know i would shred paper go downtown deliver packages and stuff like that you know what i mean um but eventually when i did graduate high school they did post a loan originator uh, job opportunity bilingual which i was the only one there at that time mm -hmm. that was bilingual so i'm like eh, that was meant for me you know? I was gonna say, yeah so, the light. now a couple years later i'm here so years? <laughs> did you um did you stay there for a while and kind of like learn as much as you could and work your way up or i stayed there to 20 so i was there almost five years wow. almost five years uh as a loan officer i stayed there a couple years but, you know, nothing against the, the big banks or the banks. Uh, they all do a phenomenal job, but they didn't have a lot of programs that I could offer clients. So I had to, I had to move on to the mortgage side. I hear you. So that uh, it, it did give me a lot of opportunity to educate myself on 
the mortgages, uh, how the banks work, and you know, it did give a lot of uh, a lot of insight on on what I do, you know, and how the bank sees it. You know, now it's a different animal being on the mortgage side from the bank side, but you know, I did I did learn a lot. And if it wasn't for them, you know, I am very grateful, you know, for the opportunity. You know, seventeen year old kid right out of high school, and I'm helping these adults get into a mortgage. You know, which is crazy. And that was at your first job. That was my first job, right? Well, the reason I'm wondering is because you said that like bank and mortgages are like two different animals so what's what was the difference between your first job and and well guidelines uh banks tend to be a little bit more stricter as back back in the day i mean things are slightly changing now but back in the day they used to be very strict very hardcore um you have to have to have a certain percentage of credit score you have to make a certain income you know to qualify but now those things those terms have changed now uh, there's a lot more opportunity now, but back then, if you didn't have good credit or you didn't have a certain amount of down payment, you can get a loan through the bank. You would have to go to the mortgage side to 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 get a, a mortgage. So the mortgage side is a little bit easier to qualify. Back then, yes. Well, even now, even now, but back then it was a lot more programs, a lot more crazy programs too. That I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, anybody breathing and walking could get a mortgage back in the day. You know, not anymore now, but back in the day, anybody, just about anybody can get a mortgage. You were talking about when you were in high school, and this was probably like right before the crash and like, you know, 06, 07, 08 or something like that. By then, yeah, 07, 08 was the crash. Um, I started in the business in 97, you know, 96, 97. I graduated high school in 96, but 97 is where I got the opportunity and started really doing a lot of loans you aged like a fine wine my man <laughs> it's you know it's tequila you know <laughs> yeah he said that's your secret and um do you believe him now i mean <laughs> i can't say that i have not tried alcohol as like a kind of a cure or at least a treatment for when you're sick right like tequila I, though just tequila. just tequila well, they do say if you ever feel like you're coming down with something Grab a shot of tequila, put some raw honey in it and some lime, and take it as a shot, and you'll feel better. Try it. Next time you feel like you're coming down with something, grab some tequila, raw honey, and lime. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like I'm coming down with something right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, though. The only problem is we don't have tequila. Yeah, um, it's okay. Well, uh, for, for the listeners uh, who are going to be listening to this, uh, I was trying to get everything situated for the podcast, get everything ready to go with the audio and I am not a technical guy at all like as far as like being tech savvy so trying to get uh electronic equipment working right and in good order is a pain in the ass uh something I'm not very good at I always like to have somebody around to help who's like oh yeah you know you gotta do this you gotta you know oh yeah open up this menu go to options blah blah, blah. I'm like, two seconds. like that, 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 that. Oh, right. fixed. okay yes <laughs> that's what I need I need some like tech mastermind around to help me out so that I don't have to stress on stuff like that so I can make sure that we have the proper uh beverages on hand and um and all that good stuff I I was hustling like a savage just to get a shower and then go pick up the food before we started recording so you know that's about as far as I got on that but um do you know what it is about tequila that like 
helps like or is it because i know like i've seen how it's made they use agave and all this stuff and it has to be aged for a while is there something that i don't know some hidden agreement or is it just the magic is in the recipe I mean, it's plant-based you know yeah i think that's... you know it's organic you know it's just google it google uh, you know the benefits of tequila and i'll tell you what what it does and it, it does definitely help you out a lot well, it's um, I've tried it before. I try some whiskey sometimes. Like if I feel a sore throat or something, or I feel like my throat is irritated or whatever, I'll try like a little alcohol to help. But I will turn tequila, and you said put a little bit of lime and honey in there. Raw honey. Mm-hmm. Raw honey. Yeah. Can you get raw honey anywhere at like any grocery store? You should I think be able to. Now they do. Yeah. Try, but try like Mariano's or like. You know the bougie, the bougie kind of stores, because <laughs> you will probably won't find it at Cermec. Cermec produce or Pete's? Well, you might find it. It's too Mexican. That's Mexicans. We don't. Cermec produce is one of my favorite. I love it too. It's one of my favorite. They have everything you need. You go in there, it's like the freshest fruit you ever see, all stacked perfectly. It looks like somebody <laughs> know, right? was polishing it. You know what I mean? You know, pre-COVID or whatever, like clean it up all good. They have all the like nuts and berries and dried out fruit and all that stuff that's good to snack on. And that's just when you walk in. Yeah. And then you get around to the back. Apparently, they sell the uh, arachera with all the fat cut off already and ran through the machine already packaged. So you don't have to, when you buy it at a certain weight, you know that you're getting the actual weight in steak and not a bunch of fat where they weigh it with the fat on there first and then give it to you. That's the kind of uh, steak I like. Where mm-hmm. I'm raised, like, give me the most value for my dollar. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, and they're very affordable. They're very affordable, for sure. Well, you mentioned uh, uh, Mariano's and uh, what's the other bougie one you said? Whole Foods. Whole, Whole Foods. Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods. Where are those located? <laughs> <laughs> Northside. Or very south, also area. Okay. <laughs> Old park, you might. Suburbs. <laughs> or the city, you know. The city will have some. Yeah, in the city, like downtown city. <laughs> well, I, uh, I, w- I don't know where they're at, so <laughs> I would have to, like, Google, like, Mariano's near me or Whole Foods near me because um, I hit the same few spots. And quite honestly, Shop and Save over there on Central – uh and archer is okay, like my yes. favorite place man like around here you know what i mean i was like kind of on all these for a while for just like your basics your organic fruits and vegetables right yeah they have organic stuff now they have a lot of organic stuff well all these and trader joe's are like brother companies like i think really? i think all these owns trader joe's oh, i'm pretty what? sure and trader joe's is supposed to be really good too well yeah they're basically like a whole foods i think mm-hmm um but yeah no i i love shop and save it's it's like similar to cermac produce they got all that stuff as you come in but their deli i'll get like roast beef and i'll get some alju they give that to you for free if you want so if you want to like make it italian style and let it simmer in a crock pot or in a pot on the stove on low you they give that to you for free and then you go back in the butcher department some of the best little italian sausages are right there you want your meat like cut a certain way or whatever they'll take care of your salmon's pretty good it's close by i also buy my candles for the office there to get rid of the bad spirits 
You know uh. what I mean? You got to keep them lit. Um, speaking of which, I meant to light some right now. I got a couple behind me on the thing there, and I usually light those. Uh. The ones on the back table are just for decoration. <laughs> Have you saged your office? Saged? Yeah. She's big on sage. I do sage a lot. I have not, but I might need to tap into your sage resources. Yeah. Is sage for, to get rid of the bad spirits too, or what is that it's for? It's like a Native American tradition, and it's like, you know, sage is a plant. Obviously, you can grow it as well. Um, but the whole thing is, well, at least when I do it, is I put like Native American flute music. And then the whole thing is like you grab a shell, you put the sage on there, and then you have a feather to kind of like move it around the whole place and you're supposed to do every single dark spot every quarter of the of the place and you have to have one window open to let the obviously the bad energy come out right, right. and then you're in a sense chanting you don't have to chant though you can just say something like i release the negative energy in this office or whatever you're saging and then yourself and then that's it you just do it but you have that intention in mind that you want it all to be gone where did you learn that? Um, I think I had a friend. Well, I had a friend um, right around like, I think like four or five years ago. We don't talk as much anymore. But she was big on that because she, her boyfriend or her man now, he's Native American. So he came from the reservation. So she knows about all their kind of traditions. And she would tell me all the time, like, try this or you need to do this to cleanse your body or you need to do that. And I just, I believe it, you know. I mean, maybe not so much in like the sage, the sage itself or like whatever but i believe in just you having that intention to get it out and release that energy that helps i believe it i believe the same way as well because yeah. i don't i was raised catholic <laughs> i went to catholic school like my whole life i went to saint joseph grade school i went to saint joseph high school which we'll talk about in a little while there's a reason i want to mention that but i'm not like super religious you know what i mean like I hope that there's a God and I want to, you know, I, I always strive to be, to be a good person, mm -hmm. but I don't know if there's like a, like a literal magic to the actual substance, mm -hmm. but I like the positive energy that it brings. Yeah. And I feel like, especially when you do that stuff in a group, like everybody leaves there feeling good mm -hmm. and uh, there's gotta be a lot of health benefits that both like mentally and, um, you know, physically as well. Like, yeah. It's so funny how, like, the mind and the body are so intertwined. Mm -hmm. Like, if your mind is, like, not in a good place or you haven't slept well, it's dragging you down. You're going to move slower. But likewise, if your body's messed up and you're not healthy, you know, mentally you're not going to feel right either. Yeah. So I'm always trying to, like, take care of both, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um... So you said you went to a Morton. What's their, what's their uh, mascot over there? Mustangs. The Mustangs. So is is it the Mustangs for East and West or no? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's like even though there's two schools, they divide it up because of the population purposes. Right. You can only have so many people in one building, but it's Mustangs at both. Because I was about to say Morton Mustangs, but I wasn't sure if like East had a different mascot yeah. from oh, West or whatever. Mustangs. That's dope, it's man. The Mustangs from the East. That's it. <laughs> Mustang Prime. Well, I used to hang out over there by East because. Uh, a good friend of mine from high school, the Sokol family, they had, they lived like right around the block. So, uh, we used to hang out over there all the time. And then, uh, some of my, you know, one of my ex-girlfriends from when I was in high school lived over there and like all my friends lived over there. We had so much fun in Cicero and 
we escaped trouble with the law so many times in Cicero. <laughs> like, I can think mm-hmm. of two right off the top of my head. Uh, very lucky. Uh, but, uh, you know, I guess our guardian angels were with us during those yeah. times. So how about Lane Tech? What was their mascot? Indians. <laughs> Lane Tech Indians? Yes. They were the Indians. I w- Do you know if it's still the same today or no? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Yeah. Okay. They have sometimes, like, they have a page now where they try to all meet up. Um, What is that? High school reunions they do every so often. But, yeah, that's still the the Indians. I missed mm-hmm. mine. You the missed reunions? your reunion? I never go to any of those I either. I don't want to. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. It's a p- past life. He wants to leave it behind in the past. It wasn't bad. I mean, <laughs> my high school, it was, I mean, I did sports to sophomore year. What'd you do? Baseball and soccer. Okay. I was too small for basketball and football. I was like 5'3". <laughs> I was a little kid. And then Aww. I grew. <laughs> so I couldn't, you know, but... And then I decided to work so I can continue with sports. I mean, I love sports. I mean, older you get, you don't participate as much as I used to. You know, basketball or playing softball or whatnot. But I would play like every weekend when I was a little younger. But, um, but yeah. I miss those days, but no, it, it was it wasn't rough. Uh, you know, I stayed out of trouble. I was a good kid. You know, um, I didn't want to upset my parents or my mom. You know, especially she's a worry bird, and last thing I want to do is get in trouble and have a worry and panic. Since I was the only child, so I I stayed away from trouble. You know, and there was plenty of trouble at mornings, plenty of trouble, but thank God, I, you know, I stayed out of the trouble. You know, focused on studies and, you know, I had a a good vision, even at a young age, that I wanted to be somebody. So I focused on that instead of focusing on what the popular thing was, you know, getting gangs or being this or whatever, hanging with a cool crowd, you know, stayed away from that. I focused on myself, focused on surrounding myself, like what you said earlier, you know, good people, be a good person. That takes you somewhere in life. Knock on wood. So again, <laughs> you know everything. I've been blessed. I am been blessed. I've, I've had a good life, you know, and uh, a lot of opportunities. You know, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, it's it's crazy how times change. You know, you're playing sports. Uh, you know, when you're in high school and like everything seems fine but have you played soccer recently or basketball or anything oh god basketball maybe a few years ago a couple of the guys got together at a ymca and, and played basketball what the neighborhood <laughs> holy cow the neighborhood loans guys or what yeah neighborhood loans and we actually had a softball thing too at the office which was a lot of fun i love softball i mean it's baseball i actually like baseball more than basketball a little bit right now you know? well or you mean to yeah, play all together yeah to play yeah but um yeah the basketball was that was i was out of breath <laughs> i could imagine like oh, God. It, it's different like i do cardio right so i've been trying to as much as possible every morning wake up do at least like you know 15 20 minutes get the blood flowing get the blood up to your brain get your body loosened up kind of like yeah. ready to go through the day but i feel like if I tried to play sports, like even maybe a pickup game, I think I'd get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
I would tear something in my knee or pop my knee out no, or, you know, just something. Because I went to Haunted Trails a few years ago, and I was sore after just playing the games. Like, you know, you have to, like, throw the ball at the little, like, clown or oh, knock okay. him down or yeah. whatever. Like, don't tell me, you know, miniature golf got you sore. No. <laughs> Thank God. I'm like, I'm in my 30s and it's not that bad, you know, to be playing miniature golf again, sore, but shooting on the basketball games, you know what I mean? I'm like, by the time, like the next day, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I haven't used these muscles in this way in a long time. You got to weight lift. That's why. That's true. Did you know that 30 minutes of cardio is like, you can accomplish more weightlifting than doing 30 minutes of cardio in terms of like calories burned and fat burned? Yeah. Well, I've been slacking. <laughs> I've been slacking a little bit on my on my weightlifting because I, I in my room I have a kettlebell and I have uh, just a single dumbbell and I would do I would do kind of like weighted squats with the dumbbell. I'm not trying to compete in like you know no. heavy weightlifting competitions or something. So I do that. I would do you know different things with the kettlebell, um, and, and all that. Well. I'm not like super high speed in terms of getting a bunch of things done. So I usually just work out like at home in my bedroom. <laughs> like we have a pretty good sized bedroom and like I do my cardio there. I do my weightlifting there. And for me, I feel like weightlifting is probably something that's easier to do in the evening for me. Cause like if I'm tired out, like when I get home tonight, I'm not going to want to do cardio. Mm-hmm. And even if I did do cardio, I feel like it would pump me up and I'd be all energized and then I wouldn't like be ready to go to sleep, mm-hmm. which I don't want. Because I need sleep badly. Yeah. Well, they say we're supposed to, what, get six to eight hours of rest? Yeah. The body, needs, the body needs it? Yeah. I mean, I try to get about seven each night. I'd prefer to have eight. But there just ain't enough hours, you know? <laughs> right? No, we talk about that all the time. We're like, dude, it's one o'clock already? Like, we just woke up? <laughs> and it's already one. But not that we wake up late. We don't. We're early birds, too. Because we got to. My body doesn't not like to sleep anymore. It's no. weird. I'm up by 7.30. I'm up. I don't know why. My body hurts from just laying down, I guess. It's weird. Oh, my goodness. What what time do you normally go to bed? I mean, <laughs> we try to go like 10 or 11. The latest we've ever really gone is maybe 1 a.m. But still, we're like waking up 7.30. On a work day? Because like yeah. on the weekends, if you're Even going out weekend, or something. Even on a weekend. Yeah, it's so weird. Our brain is constantly yeah, moving, think constantly that's what it thinking. Is, the brain, you know, thinking about work, thinking about everything. You know, I mean, you know, in our business, twenty four seven. There's not a, it's not a Monday to Friday type of job. It's not a job. It's just, it's, it's a livelihood. It's, it's a lifestyle. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It yeah. You'd be surprised. I get text messages early in the morning or late night or sometimes in the middle of the night. Three. One morning. third shift people (laughs) what's that people that have the third shift you know that's the only time they can they have to respond yeah hey man 2 30 a.m just got off of work want to talk want to talk about loans want to talk about real estate (laughs) be like i'm good right now no i even put on silent now because before i didn't because my parents just in case of emergency or anything but now put on silent at night i don't want to i don't want to hear anything i don't want to you know, if it's an emergency, they're down the street, something, God forbid, you know, but I don't want to hear any alerts. I don't want to hear any messages. I want to rest. The, the body needs rest. 
So I want to rest. I don't want to. I, I wish these didn't exist, to be honest with you. I wish. Oh, my. They're such a distraction. Yeah. It's They're needed, but it's, a, it's such a distraction. Well, that, that is true. Like, part of, like, I have my own law firm here, and part of running the business well is, like, trying to manage the distractions because mm -hmm. for a while I would stop and I would always respond to the text immediately or I would pick up the phone. Like, that was the thing. And it's like, if I do that, then every other thing that I need to do as an attorney just gets put on hold. Like, I kind of have to manage my communication flow and try to make sure that the things I need to do and the communication I need to get out, I do that. Because otherwise, if I put that on the back burner, it doesn't get done or it gets kicked to the next day or whatever. So, and to your point, yeah, it is pretty much a lifestyle. And I didn't realize it until I got, like, balls deep in the game, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm in it now. <laughs> you know, they're like... I can't stop being Brian. It's uh, you know what I mean. I am who I am, and like right. you gotta you gotta deliver, right? Yeah. It's tough because like, quite honestly, I thought you were gonna tell me like differently. Because when you guys said like eleven is about the latest you go to bed, or one like maybe like once yeah. or twice, I thought I thought you guys were like gonna be a couple of like international finer things, right? Like I see George sometimes like on vacation, bro, in Mexico. <laughs> oh no! Like getting away from it all for a little bit. And I feel like you do it on the sneak tip too. Like, yeah. I don't even know you're leaving and all of a sudden I see pictures on Facebook and the, <laughs> and the savage part about it is, I don't know if you're currently gone <laughs> or if you like showed those from like a week ago and you're back and everybody thinks you're gone, but you're really handling business. I, you don't have to give away your secrets. No, but it's funny. Cause I, I get, are you in town? I get text messages or are you in the city or, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I wish I wasn't. I wish I was traveling. Cause in our job, we can do what we do from anywhere. Yeah, and every time we travel or he travels, he's working. So he's at least four or five hours a day. That's what he was doing. And then then it's time to have fun, you know? Yeah, if you can so, do that, that's kind of the way to go. Because, yeah. you know, for a while, like, I have my two full-time assistants and then my wife's been helping me also with the business. And we wouldn't be able to do it without her. With, without my wife, we would have to hire a fourth person full-time to handle the volume of business that we do yeah. but when i first started you know a few years ago i never really vacationed i would just work from a different location so i basically shifted my my office to like wisconsin or wherever i'm at and it actually made it harder because then you got to be like make sure you got wi-fi you got signal <laughs> true that is so true <laughs> some of our challenges you know, yeah. with the wi-fi especially in mexico that's true <laughs> yeah, there you go now have you guys so just so everybody, all the listeners out there know, you guys are a couple. Correct. How long have you been together now? Officially? <laughs> or Either way, whatever. I mean, it's kind of like unofficial is almost official. You know what I mean? Like my wife and I celebrate our anniversary of our first date, even though we weren't like, we didn't discuss the terms. Oh, like, oh, we're, nice. we're official now. We're exclusive. <laughs> so I don't know. When, when did you start dating? No, we've been at least a minimum of six months. It seems like a while. You know what I mean? But it's been a short period of time, but it feels like it's been not a bad thing, but like we have that connection that that we feel like we've known each other for, for a while. Which we have known each other for a while. It's just the official official where we're like, okay, we're moving in, we're doing all this. Yeah, it's been not that long, but. So you live with George now? Yeah. Okay. So and now then... we're your mom's neighbor now. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
because I don't know if you know that, but my mom lives about three or four houses down from George. Well, now you can come visit. Yeah. For sure. Like, the only reason I haven't been over that way, like, a little bit more to, like, do stuff is just because of COVID. Yeah. Um, That block, they have really good block parties. So, in Chicago, you can get your permit, block off the block. All the neighbors come out. Everybody throws, like, 50 bucks in. They got a couple slides for the kids. They got the DJ out there. They're playing a little something for everybody, right? Um, it's a good time, and it's a great way to get to know the neighbors too. Because, yeah. yeah, how long have you been living there, George? Three years. Three and years. And I haven't participated in one. I know you invited me last year. Remember <laughs> to stop by? Well, the, it was was the, it last year? The year before or last. Two years. It was the one right before COVID. Because okay. this this past year, yeah, I think one. they did one. I'm not oh, sure. They, no, I don't think they did. Okay, maybe they didn't. But if they did, it was like real low key or they like kind of downplayed it was like all right everybody keep your distance like we'll all be out here and we can see each other but you stay at your house or something (laughs) i don't know well you know what i mean i don't know regulated (laughs) but when they normally do it like everybody will invite you down you know you meet the neighbors they'll give you you know a little bit of food you try a bunch of different food then they're all trying to get you to drink them and it's like man i'm already buzzed like before (laughs) i even stepped up to your crib like let's pump the brakes for a second you know what i mean and some of them are out there like late. Like I got one neighbor, he's a police officer. That guy was out there. I remember one night, it was like four in the morning, three, four in the morning. This guy's out there playing cards still with some of the other neighbors. I'm like, God damn, y'all are savages. <laughs> you know? Oh, savage you... number one hundred <laughs> over here. <laughs> when do they usually have it by? Usually it's like late July or um early August. You think they'll have one this year? Probably not, right? Maybe. It's hard to tell. I don't know what the city's doing with issuing permits. and um, Starting to, little by little. What about gatherings do... like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about those type of permits, yeah. It's needed because, like I said, I never participated in one. So I'd like to get to know my neighbors other than, hey, hi. Well, Maybe. his neighbors don't like him. So. <laughs> don't <laughs> We've established like him. that. <laughs> don't like him. I think like they him. only one like him now not neighbors. because of me. <laughs> but not- I don't know. They probably have. They don't know me, so it's can't judge a book by its cover. They maybe see. I told him he looks like a drug dealer. <laughs> Sometimes the way he walks out with his Maserati and his Louis stuff, <laughs> he looks like a straight up Mexican drug dealer. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what they thought. <laughs> this maybe on, this guy's on some Breaking Bad stuff. <laughs> there you go. I told him, I'm like, and then I come over here looking bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. With three dogs? With three dogs? Yeah, they're probably like, whoa. <laughs> George and I are going to be uh, Los Pollos Hermanos holding down the block, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're protecting. No, but they don't know me, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's once they get to know me and what I'm about, and I'm a family man, I'm a businessman, you know, I have no evil bone in my body you know what i mean so you know maybe maybe that who knows i i, I don't know he you was know. never home so they're like this person's never home he comes in he's all swagged out they're like who is this guy <laughs> so they just try to figure him out and yeah. i think i feel like it took that truck that you brought it's like a big neighborhood loans truck and then not, the they started to say hi i'm like wow <laughs> There's a neighborhood loans van that you had? Yeah. <laughs> you got a company car or what? No, no, no. It's the, the, the company's van. We needed it to get some stuff out of storage that I had. So, I mean, they're always, you know, 
they always uh, help out whatever if, it, yeah. if needed. Instead of renting a truck or something, just use the neighborhood loan van. So I parked it right in front of their house, and they're like, "Oh, that's what he does," you know. Yeah. They they probably didn't know what I what I do, you know. Well, that's legit. <laughs> I love how neighborhood loans has a van. So first of all, good advertising, right? Yeah. <laughs> but also, you get to use it, you know, to like transport your stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Hopefully fully insured because I got into a little fender bender with one of them uh, enterprise trucks one time. Uh Uh-oh. Well, they were doing a block party, and I was moving. And and, and see, the thing about the city of Chicago and the block parties is they only issue permits on certain days. That's why you'll see, like, multiple block parties in the neighborhood because it's like you can have this weekend or Mm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So there was cars on both sides of the street, and I was trying to, like, make way for an oncoming vehicle that was coming toward me, and I just pulled aside a little bit, and the very back end, like, the little step ledge thing, Hit you. it got the fender of this, this girl's car, oh. and I did the right thing. I pulled over. I ruined somebody's day at the block party because they're over there having fun. I'm like, <laughs> hey, um, does anybody know who owns that, uh, you know, Hyundai at the end of the block? Uh... Yeah, the girl's down there. Turns out it was her mom's car, and they were, like, old-school Polish, and they were furious. Oh, my God. And they called me for daily status updates to see how the insurance claim was coming along. Luckily, it was all covered. Um, Did you have accident forgiveness? Well, (laughs) the funny thing was this. (laughs) I went to Enterprise, and at the time, I didn't have, like, a car in my name, so I didn't really have an insurance policy because if you have a policy, I think you can kind of use your coverage for another vehicle you're driving for a purpose like that. Oh, yeah, if you're renting it. Mm-hmm. If you're renting it. Yeah, so, if, yeah, if you're doing a rental vehicle, then, yes, it does extend. Exactly. Problem was, I didn't have insurance at the time. So I told them that, yeah, I'll take your insurance. And what I told them was, I wanted it fully insured. Like, whatever the maximum you can give me is, I want it. And the guy's like, sure, no problem. I get into the fender bender, and the police are in the area because we're patrolling, making sure shit ain't popping off at the block parties or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I notice that the insurance wasn't checked off on the invoice he gave me. And this guy's told me when we were in the parking lot, he's like, you'll be insured up to a million dollars for liability. I'm like, perfect. I'm like, I don't think I'll need it, but it'll be good to have it. Mm-hmm. So the police officer didn't notice. Everything's good to go. I go back in there promptly Monday morning. And I tell him, hey, uh, do you remember the rental I had over the weekend? He's like, yeah. And I was like, what? I'd like to talk to you about that. I said, uh, do you remember how you told me I'd be insured up to a million dollars? No, I, I don't remember that. Well, you might not remember it, but you said it. And the thing is, I noticed that it wasn't checked off on here, and I'm going to need it. And he goes, well, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. And I said, take a look back at my rental history, and you'll notice that on every single rental, I've done full insurance on all of them. You told me I was going to be insured for, like, up to a million, and, uh, you know, that's what I'm going to expect. And if not, I'd like to talk to a manager. And sure enough, he's like, all right, let me see what I can do. So he added it on after the fact. It was only, like, 1900 in damage, mm-hmm. but your boy Brian was not trying to come out of pocket to self-insure on some cash pay stuff when I thought I was getting full coverage. Liability and coverage for the truck, too. See, you didn't have have accident forgiveness. (laughs) So what did your farmer's insurance agent do for you? George. 
It was enterprise. <laughs> so you didn't Farmers, have... I would have probably been in better hands. Bum, 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 bum. See, you didn't we have farmers? farmers. Now you have farmers. Now you have... Yes. Brian, you did tell By the Brian. way, <laughs> it's all good. So now you have policy perks. Now you have extended forgiveness. And it would have extended over to your rent automatically without you even having to call. All right. We're going to do Sage first. <laughs> yeah. second. Yes. Get rid of the bad office. spirits. Yes. But the good thing is, though, that you did it right because now he got scared because he kind of felt like I'm sure they have some type of errors and emissions insurance that covers their back in case they make a mistake like that. So. What, the company, Enterprise? Yeah. I would hope so. But yeah. the guy was cooling off. He was just like, he added the charge on, like, post-fact, and we got it all taken care of. Because I was going to be real upset if they didn't. Because oh, at the time, sure. like, I had just, I had just kind of started out in the business. I didn't have that extra money just to be thrown around. You know what I mean? I was, like, kind of just getting by. When did you start in the business? I opened my own office in May 2016. So oh, okay. I had a few That's jobs awesome. before that. Kind of learned, like. One of five years. Yeah. anniversary coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Going on five years. Awesome. Um, I used to rent an office down on 63rd and Oak Park, but um, you know it didn't quite work out there. And I started looking around, and uh, it was actually our good mutual friend Gloria Uola, Uola who uh, connected me with this spot here. Like I was driving Are you by. Birthday summer? I am. Yeah. I, I, her, her actual birthday was just yesterday, right. but I'm gonna go birthday, Sunday. Sunday. You guys are gonna be there. Possibly. Maybe. Uh, I'm just. Learning about this now. Just got the text. <laughs> no, because when you said her name, I'm like, oh, I just remembered. That's what. Oh, so much going on, man. You know. But thanks for the reminder. Well, it sucks. <laughs> well, Gloria's having her, her birthday party Sunday, at uh, at her house. Uh, I think it's like four, so it'll be kind of like afternoon barbecue. Have you ever been to her house before? Mm -hmm. or no? Okay. Well, you can make it. Only been once. Remember when I saw you with the cigars? We were doing cigars. Yes, remember? I had the cigars. <laughs> And I'm trying to remember what the occasion was. I don't know if it was her daughter getting married. It was married April's birthday, right? It was or, oh, no, she was getting married. We we're supposed to go to Guadalajara, remember? Yes. Well, I didn't go, but did you go? I went. I missed out. That was my first and only time in Mexico. Really? I like it. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I mean, it was really cool. Guadalajara's like a party I missed city, out. Huh? Well, it was her daughter getting married and Gloria's 25th anniversary. Uh, yeah, they renewed their vows. I think it was their 25th. Yes. So it was all within a week. But I couldn't go. Well, I wasn't able to stay for the renewal of the vows. Because originally she asked me, she said, come to my daughter's wedding. But then she told me, you know, Ruben and I are renewing our vows. And I'm like, I can only get away for like five days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was running the place. And, yeah. you know, you got to keep an year. eye on the operation. Yeah. But when we went, it was really cool. Because it was Independence Day when we were there. So... After the, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It was in September. Yeah. That's right. I, I've never experienced that. That's actually really cool, because they throw big parties, not for that. Yeah. I mean, probably Super the whole cool. country was a party that night. But <laughs> yeah. We were in Guadalajara and we stayed at the El Presidente Hotel downtown there, and uh, it was awesome. There was like a rooftop pool. So this, I've never been to Vegas before, so I felt like this was the closest I've been to Vegas. Oh. <laughs> I got diamonds on my neck, got Patron in my cup. If you want it, you can get it, baby. I don't give a what. Um, but yeah, we're on the we're on the rooftop. We got our we got our like genuine ass Cuban cigars and all this. We got our like you know waterproof speakers. We're hanging out in the pool, you know whatever. 
quite honestly, like, it was kind of a family trip, right? We're going there for a wedding. Right. If it wasn't a family trip, I might have moved there, learned Spanish, and never came back again. Oh, and just disappeared see? into the, <laughs> the nightlife <laughs> abyss of Guadalajara. Well, not Guadalajara, but Mexico. That's yeah. why I want to just... Well, you got to travel more. Especially different parts of Mexico, because Guadalajara is nice, but there's so many nicer places. Oh, my God, yes. So many. So if you liked it there, you're going to like all the other spots. What's your number one recommendation? I think right now my favorite, it's between Cabo and Mazatlán. Okay. Yeah. Where is Cabo at? Is it like northern Mexico, southern, east, west? <laughs> west. It's the little... West. He's the expert. <laughs> you know, towards the end, you know, a little... In Mazatlán? Mazatlán is kind of in the middle. Middle? Kind of, sort of. Sort of, kind of. Mexico's huge. I know. So it's, many it is big, man. Beautiful areas, you know, and we're still trying to explore. I've been to Cabo several times. I've been to Guadalajara. I've been to Cancun. I've been to like Mazatlán now. My parents are from Aguascalientes, which is hot waters, which is the belly button of Mexico because it's right in the middle. The hot waters, like the springs? Hot waters. It's called Aguascalientes, which they have every year the biggest festival in Mexico. It's called La Feria de San Marcos. Which is and the what biggest is that about? Festival. What do they do? Just you know, nothing but party. It seems like a month long. <laughs> I've only experienced it once because my. It's a fair. Yeah, it's a big, huge. No, I mean, the they have a lot of Mexico. vendors, right? A lot it's of the vendors. biggest in Mexico. They have, you know, like you know, pig racing, all that like. Good pig stuff. racing. Yeah, like they bring out the cattle fast? and stuff. I don't know. They put grease on the nut to make them slippery, <laughs> so you like. Why, you have to try to catch them and you can't catch them because yeah. they're all greasy? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Some greasy-ass pigs. And they got, <laughs> they got the bullfighting. The bullfighting. They got a lot of, you know, yeah. outdoors, a lot of bands, you know, playing everywhere. It's it's a good experience. Casinos. It's just, like, a lot of pop-up places, mm. which is awesome. What's the name of the festival? Feria de San Marcos. Feria de San Marcos. Oh, he's from there, too. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. We've been okay, talking about it. We're going to go every year. We're going to... I'm only going to... Well, at least you've been there. So, have you guys traveled together at all or no? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think COVID. the last... Oh, my God. How many times have you traveled? A lot. A while. Yeah. I mean, I traveled to a couple new places, but it was during COVID time, so it was kind of like... I got to enjoy more of the scenery of it, but he's the one that's probably enjoyed it to its fullest. <laughs> but, yeah, we have Vegas... New York, New York, Mexico, a couple times. Mexico, yeah. Tennessee. Oh yeah, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We're Tennessee, we're, Tennessee. We're, we're kind of having uh, travel withdrawals right now. Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. It feels like we're traveling every month now. It's we got a baby couple. though, a new baby, dog baby. I was gonna say Just, yeah. dog baby, <laughs> dog baby. That's our children too. Yes, they yes. are. Oh my god. Body train. Our third. Third dog? My third. His first, technically. Well, okay. yeah. He has two. <laughs> I've adopted her two. So George is learning how to one... be a good dad to, to the dogs. No, I've always I've been a dog person. That's what I like a lot about her because she, she loves dogs. So. As a little kid, I loved dogs too. What kind of dogs do you guys have? Um. So my oldest one is 15. No, OG I like Brownie. not 15. I'm over here giving him a like, He's what? about to be 12. <laughs> Okay. He's a toy poodle. 
Okay. And he's brown. And then the other one. His name's Brownie. Brownie. OG. Yeah, his name's Brownie. We call him OG. AKA, you know? AKA OG. <laughs> he's, a, he's an OG in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because what is it? 12 times 7? Yeah. You do the math. <laughs> That's dog ears. That stuff's yeah. real. They just start getting old like that. They're, he's super old, so now he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's kind of <laughs> like, looks at you and is like, you think I'm going to do that? No. <laughs> So that's him. And then the other one, I just got him last, almost a year and a half ago. Oh, a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. So he's a lab mix. I think he's mixed with a border collie. He looks a lot like a border collie. So that's black and white. He's bigger. Yeah, yeah. he's big. He's he's not huge, but he's like right here, maybe like sixty pounds or so. And then the new one's a pitbull. His okay. name's Agave. Agave. Mm-hmm. So the second one's Onyx. This one's Agave. Onyx, Agave, Brownie. <laughs> See, it's yeah. destiny because Onyx black, black is my favorite color. Wait, purple. Onyx it means black. Just a... Onyx is a rock. Yeah, it's a black oh, okay. and white rock, and he's black with white. But I named him Onyx because of Pokemon, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so I'm so sense. sheltered. I'm gonna learn so many new things. So, <laughs> Onyx is a rock or like a mineral rock or a something. Stone, yeah. Uh-huh. A stone that's like black in color. It's shiny, smooth black, black with white swirls and onyx is all black with like random white white little patches. paws white little paws, chest. chest yeah okay so onyx is a stone and it's <laughs> like it's black and then what about the pokemon onyx what's that about he's a boulder type pokemon so he's a like a gray long snake looking boulder animal <laughs> I see. Sounds kind of scary. <laughs> well, that's why I'm like, well, I want something tough. He's a boy. You know, he's going to get big. And I'm like, and I liked Pokemon when I was little. And then it just so happened. It, it was so funny because we were all getting high. And we were like, what are we going to name this dog? <laughs> and I was like, and, you know, I don't know why, like, my friends and I, we were talking about Pokemon. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, Onyx, one of my friends. And then I'm like. Onyx, I'm like, well, yeah, Onyx is a tough name. And I'm like, well, wait, but Onyx is the name of the stone, too, which makes sense because he's black and white. And then that's just how it happened. <laughs> that, is, that seems like a pretty cool name, and I actually like the way you came up with that, too. <laughs> like, you guys started getting real creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then how about your pit bull? Um, just got your pit bull? Yeah. Pit bulls are really seven. good dogs. Mm-hmm. Amazing. He's like, a good dog. When, so when I was younger, everybody's like, I seem, I feel like pit bulls got a bad name. It's how you raise them. Yeah, yeah. It's how you raise them. They're like, if you raise them right or whatever, they're a very loving, gentle dog. They're, they're as sweet as can be. Yeah. The interesting thing is you guys got three different types of dogs. Oh yeah. Very different. So it's like very diverse dog family, a little fur family that you guys got. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like. Some a lot of people don't get like two or three of the same ones, right? Like they'll have two like uh, golden retrievers or something, whatever. You're like, I want to try each one. You got like a box of chocolates mixed there, <laughs> assorted flavors. It was just weird. I mean, I guess the two last ones were adoption, so it was kind of like whoever kind of like called her. It was so weird. So Brownie, I only got him toy poodle because my mom was like very, like I don't want a dog that sheds. I want a dog that's low maintenance, smart, whatever, and then that's how we got Brownie because hypoallergenic, and and then that's why I had him. So I've had him since I was fifteen. And then Onyx was kind of like I went to an adoption center and I saw so many dogs and I didn't like any of. Not that I didn't like, I just didn't connect with a lot of them. And then the next day I came 
And then boom, he was out there out of nowhere. Like he wasn't there the day before. And then it's kind of like he picked me. And then Agave was kind of like we, same thing. It was kind of like, it's not like we had a choice because of COVID, everything you had to look online and they kind of paired you up with whoever dog they ever, that thought was, whichever dog, yeah, they thought was a good fit. So it was just destiny, I guess. And Agave is your pit bull. Yes. Okay. You know what a guy is, right? Yeah, it's what they make tequila out of. Yeah. For... <laughs> I don't know if it's just for the flavor or if it helps the, to the ferment for the alcohol. The plant is called agave plant, right? Mm. It's an agave plant. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it, right? You see, like, the. It, it looks like a mixture between weed and cactus. Kind yeah. Of, you know? yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it does. Um, here is a, it's, it's a like way a, to put it, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. a marijuana cactus I'm growing out of the ground. A marijuana cactus, yeah. But, but I think the agave itself is mostly for their flavor, right? Like, don't they have to add something else so that the alcohol or so it ferments See, to get the alcohol? Take you to Tequila Jalisco. I've been there. Tequila. Oh, you did the tequila tour? I didn't do a tour. We stayed at a distillery, a, de- a tequila distillery, while we were in uh, tequila. Oh, that we little went... barrel kind of. Yes. How it... was that? Well, it's La Cofradia um, Distillery, and it was awesome, man. Like. You're staying staying in a tequila barrel yeah. in, in the middle of a yeah. bunch of agave plants, yeah. and they have like these walking paths to go through there. So it's just like little tequila barrel community, <laughs> and you have your own private tequila barrel. They have awesome air conditioning in there. The bathrooms were like really nice. They have big old showers, so you could like spread out, and they had, you know, nice TV. You can get room service there. So we gotta try that. Yeah. <laughs> we were I can't su- picture this. Yeah, no. I'll show you pictures yeah. before yeah. you leave. I'll show. I'll pull up a couple, but it's really cool because literally, and you could see them. They were building more when we were there, so you can see how they make it. it looks like paper mache, and then they kind of like put all the siding on there, and it, it's a legit oh. giant barrel that you're staying in. That's so funny. Yeah, you have your own room, and then they have a restaurant, this big, nice building on the property, so you can go there to eat while they're open. And if they're closing down, they still keep the kitchen open if you want to order room service. Mm. Well. Uh, I wanted to go out and explore with everybody else. Same. However, I think the water got to my stomach a little bit because I was unable to leave the tequila barrel that evening. But I did have... Oh. So you didn't drink the bottled water? You drank the regular water? I was so good the entire time, but it wasn't until the wedding when I had... They were just putting pictures out on the table. So I was getting... There's a, there's a brand in Mexico. It's like their main brand of bottled water. I can't remember what it's called. If you say a name, I could tell you if it was like Sayel or something like that, they called it. Maybe chow, maybe can't think of it right now. No, me neither. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they have like yeah. one or two main brands of bottled yeah, water. Yeah. We were we had that everywhere we went. We were like, you know, we had it. We're all good to go. They had the wedding at um, I think it was called Joanca, and it was this magical like banquet hall. It was like in the middle of the mountains in Jalisco somewhere. And you know, we get out. There's like. They give you a shot glass. They put it over your neck like a Hawaiian lei or something like that. <laughs> and you have it. And they pour you shots of tequila when you come in. There's like 20-person mariachi. Everybody's dancing. They got like appetizers. And that's just like the place where you walk in. And then the main bank halls in the back. And uh, they just had the bottle. They just had the pitchers of water. So by the next day, when we were going to tequila, I was experiencing some issues. And uh, had Some to stay close to home. <laughs> yes. And the worst part is I was drunk because uh, when you go to when you go to the Cofradia, they they t- they show you how it's made. So they take you like in the back and they have like 
they have like a garbage compactor where they throw all of like the used agave parts and stuff like that. And while you're in there, they're like, you can sample the the Blanco while you're in there. Mm-hmm. But if you try it, they say you, you like part of the traditions you have to keep on taking them. So I think we did like a good four shots of Blanco while we were in there. And this was like Blanco burns, right? I feel like mm-hmm. Blanco burns, Reposado is a little bit easier. And then Añejo is like kind of like what we're sipping, that more gold and stuff. Yeah. a little something you can sip on. <laughs> Could be a little sweet, depending on the brand. But Sorry. <laughs> they gave us yeah. four of the Blancos while we were in the actual distillery part of it. And then when we got out, they gave us another Blanco, a Reposado, and an Añejo at the end. And they were like these like nice drink cups. There was more than like a shot in there. It was a good like two, three shots probably. I was already messed up. And they're like, Brian, let's go out. Let's have tacos and tequila. And like, well, I want to show you all the rest of tequila. I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl. Girl. We're, we were all piling into this van. There was like an 18 person van. And that shit is rocky as hell. It's like jagged rocks and bricks. I'm like, the suspension is as good as it can be. But it's a rocky ride to downtown. And I'm like, I'm going to have to hang back this evening. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. Every channel is in Spanish. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Put on the the, the, the subtitles, right? I got the closed captioning on there. It's all good. You know what I mean? I, I Right now, I'm kind of like a sponge because I hang out with a lot of Mexican people. I work with a lot of Mexican people. I'm finally starting to like absorb it a little bit. I get what's going on. The culture. <laughs> well, the language. like I mean, the culture. I, I've i been down since day one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No doubt. Those are awesome. <laughs> but it's a language yeah. I'm trying to learn, and I'll get there. It's a it's a it's a it's a work in progress. But I'm already starting to impress people little by little. <laughs> so talk, holler at your boy in a few years, and uh, hopefully I'll be fluent by that time. You have we'll to fully Spanish. immerse yourself in the culture. Like you gotta go in the middle of like a pueblo in Mexico and just nothing but Spanish. That's just how you backpacking. <laughs> take your wife. Take wifey. <laughs> She's trying to learn Spanish as well, so <laughs> we could totally do that, um, time permitting. Because, like, when you guys travel, like, how long do you go away for? Or, like, not too long at a time? Or it could what? be a quick weekend. It could be a week. Depends. Most you know? of the time, though, it's a week. We're going a week. Because that's when you can really enjoy everything. Because, like, the beginning of the week, it's kind of like work, more work. And then at the end of the week, it's kind of like, okay, we can now relax and... We did our chores. We yeah, get out now. Yeah. We got it. Well, yeah, it's the first day. Then you got your jet lagged and you're unpacking. Yeah, that's you get a little tired. I get know. very jet lagged. I just I need a whole rest day before I can do anything. My bones are like no. Me, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, Ed, and there's actually studies. They did a study um about how long it takes to adjust to being on a vacation, and I think they said it's like three to four days before you fully like you've kind of acclimated to the environment you feel all right you're not jet lagged anymore Mm -hmm. and um you're able to like thoroughly enjoy it so it does take time before you can really feel like you're on vacation and unwind um personally like one one wise person in this business jose sanchez he has his own home inspection company he told me brian he gave me these wise words when i first started in the business he goes in this business, it's hard to wait to get away for long periods of time, but you need to take short, frequent trips because burnout is real. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, 
Gloria and I actually went to a nice place in Geneva, Illinois, which is not that far away. It's, yeah, Geneva's nice. It's about an hour. Very nice. You've been there? Yeah. So, Lake so. Geneva? No, no. No. Or just in Geneva? Geneva, so. Illinois. Oh, I see, see, see. Okay, yeah. Because when, when you say Lake Geneva, you mean Wisconsin, yeah, it's right? Wisconsin. That's where you've Geneva's been? Geneva's Illinois. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Geneva, Illinois is, like, not too far. It's like an hour. And I'll tell you, like, I don't want to let out the, like, the secret sauce on the podcast, but I'll tell you a nice little place that we like to get away to that I was there recently. Um, one of my other lender friends, Rich Kimball, uh, turned me out to the place. Uh, and then there's another place that Gloria was telling me about in Indiana where it's on a river and you have your own private cabin. And it has, like, a grill on the outside, like a propane grill, so you can bring your own food, cook there. On the inside, it's heated floors, and they have, like, a jacuzzi hot tub thing built into the ground. So it's almost like an in-ground, like, little in-each-cabin. I'm like, we went to Geneva instead, but I want to see what that one's like. And we were planning on maybe going to May, because it's only, like, an hour and a half away. You know, you can leave early Saturday morning, get there, check in, take some deep breath. Remember what fresh air smells and feels like yeah, going into your body. Yeah. Is it pet friendly? Yeah. It might be. I'd have to look. I'll tell you the name of the place <laughs> and we can check because pets are kids. If you can't get away for those long trips or take the pets with you, like that place might be a good option. Um, do you guys have any vacation property at all? We're about to close a couple properties, but in Mexico. Good for you, man. In Tulum. You guys are like the fearless couple because <laughs> I'm, I even traveled during COVID. And like when that stuff hit, it's like, I don't need to be at 30,000 feet and some Trump supporter takes off his mask and he's like, I don't have to wear this shit, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, there's all this chaos. I'm like, oh, wow. Well, I, you know, I'm just making up a scenario, yeah. but like, I wouldn't want to have that happen. Or like if the person sitting next to you has COVID. I don't think it matters if you're wearing a mask. If you're sitting there for like a good three-hour flight or four-hour flight, you're probably going to get it after a while. I'm just like, I'm not trying to be in a metal tube flying through the air right now. I'm just, I'll wait. I, I got my first shot. So maybe after the second one, I'll like travel somewhere. I won't like. Oh, so you haven't anything. traveled. Have you had it? Have you had COVID? I have not had COVID. Just got the first um, shot uh, about a week ago. Okay. And my next one is May 10. I got to go for my second shot. But, yeah, no, I mean, I the only traveling I did was... Um, Locally? Well, last year we went to Wisconsin. Uh, we went for Memorial Day. And then we usually go for the 4th of July, but all the festivities that we normally, like, in the towns where we go were all kind of, like, canceled. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, one of my one of the neighbors, We my, my dad bought a property up there many years ago. And when he passed away, he left it to my mom. And it was always the family place, but it was in his name or whatever. So he left it to my mom, and then eventually one day it'll be my brother and I's. But I'm kind of the only one who goes up. So we were there for Memorial Day. One of the neighbors' uh, kids was having a graduation party. So we went for two weeks at the end of last July. I closed more deals in that two weeks than I ever had in my career. I closed 24 deals while I was in Wisconsin. For me, that was a lot in two That's weeks. Amazing. You know why, though? I believe this all the time. Sorry to cut you off. Ooh. I feel like because your energy's good, right? Because you're in Wisconsin, you're you're not as stressed out. It just tends to like, it just it happens every time. I feel like it happens to us all the time. We go out there and it's like we want to relax, and then it's like boom, no, <laughs> you can't. I wanted to relax, <laughs> but I didn't have a choice. It's like you get thrown in the deep end and you swim your ass off to avoid sinking. I knew what I was getting into, but the thing is. 
this, this young young man who was graduating high school, uh, I watched the guy grow up because his his you know he lived right down like the block, I guess you would call it. It's, homes are kind of a little more spread out. It's like bigger area, and um, I watched the kid grow up. So I'm like, he's a good young man. I want to kind of be there to like give him a nice gift, give him some words of wisdom. He was getting ready to go off. I think he went into the army. It was either that or Marines, but I'm pretty sure he went to Army after that. So I wanted to see the young man. And we had a little shindig in the woods, man. <laughs> his parents, so like, his house is close to mine. It's close to the main highway. But they bought another house that's over by, like, this lake about a good two miles or three miles in off the main road. And this was, like, some dirty south type of stuff. You get back there, they had a tent set up. They have the main house, a couple porta potties on the outside. People are playing bags. There's some weird shit going on in the back. People are, <laughs> people are popping some kind of edibles and we're drinking. And it was during the middle of COVID. So it felt so wrong, but it also felt so right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We enjoyed it, but it was crazy because everybody up there must have thought I was nuts. <laughs> the, the way of life there, it's probably similar to like Mexico. It's much more slow. People don't rush. They're not in a hurry to get anywhere. But I had... I had my wireless router with me, so I was working from the cabin. We don't have a phone line there. We don't have internet, nothing. This is like, we out there. We out there. Yeah. So I ran out of data on the friggin' hotspot because my Outlook, my email, was um was draining it like crazy. Like when the new emails would be coming in, it was trying to sync. It was just draining the data. Every time I would turn it on, I'm like, man, I got to like take the battery out of this or whatever. I burned through like 50 gigs of data in the first week. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Cause I already paid for a bunch. And I had to pay yeah. more uh, to get more added on there. So I went down to the community center, which thank God was still open. They have this bomb ass community center. So there's this big beef jerky company called Jack Link's beef jerky. They're all over. Like you go on a 7-Eleven you'll find it here. And they I guess to try to get some money out of the family estate or something, built this like $20 million community center. It's got like a college <laughs> basketball court, giant swimming pool. It's like the Wisconsin Dells, like bomb little, you know, um, area in the front where they have a fireplace. And that's where I was hanging out. Mm. And these people, like the local people who live there are listening to me on the phone the whole time. Like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? Yes. <laughs> One day I walk in there, I got my laptop. I brought a printer in there. Because they were charging like 25 cents a copy and I needed to print out stuff because like for the buyer's stuff, I can just do that like with a PDF on the yeah. computer. But for sellers, I'll need to like print stuff and sign it. And there's too much to be messing around with like DocuSign or whatever. Like, I'll just print it out. So I'm bringing in my own printer. I'm, I got my coffee, I got breakfast. I, I, I took up their whole like table. They're like, nobody's in the conference room today if you'd like to have that. They were oh, all really cool, but there must be like, what does this guy do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By five o'clock, once the operations were over, I'd fire up the charcoal grill in front of the crib, and then we'd go out and we'd drive around and look to see how many deer we could spot, because that's kind of what you do in the country. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool, man. There's like a million nice little restaurants up there and everything. That's awesome. And uh, maybe one day I could have you guys up there. It's a little bit of a drive, though. It's fun. We've done, what, how long? How, Tennessee? Tennessee was four hours? No. Six More hours. than that, I think. Six hours? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we drove there in a... Nine? Eight? Nine? Yeah. RV. In an RV. It was a small RV, so we were, like, bouncing around everywhere. <laughs> and then... But it was fun. We're going through these little tiny roads. You could 
barely even take the RV through. It was, yeah, it was scary. We almost died. <laughs> was this a neighborhood loans RV? No, or it wasn't. <laughs> it was a rental, but yeah, it could have been like we had come out of, you know, like in the movies where you don't have gas, you don't have signal, you don't know where you're going, we you're lost. That was us. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we in the mid, it was like super dark outside. No, it was, yeah, it was bad. And then Jason Voorhees comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. George was like trying to pretend like, I know where we're going. We're oh, yeah, literally. He was like, no, we're fine. We're fine. We're over here. Like, keep you cool. You know? Yes. Because. Once you start panicking. Uh... I'm guessing it's always relying on you to be calm and confident. Yeah. <laughs> and if you show signs of not being calm and confident, that's going to make her not calm and confident. And that yeah. could be a problem. You weren't driving though. It was Sergio, no. right? Yeah. But then I. I How many people went? He took over, actually. Yeah. How many of us? Five? With Lenny? Two, One. Three, there's two. Six. Six. Oh, yeah. And the pooches. And the dogs, yeah. Two, you... two, two dogs. Where did you guys get the RV? Or where do you rent that? This place in Murrow's, off of North Avenue. I forgot the name. But... They have different sizes of RVs. That's awesome, I and it's 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 so cool that we're we're having this uh, podcast that we're talking because mm-hmm. my mom is kind of like she has a real bad back and you know she's kind of fragile in her older age, and um, I don't think she'd be able to make it in a regular car. So we were talking about renting an RV. Do you remember like roughly how much it costs you? Or depends on where you're going. It depends how many days you need. Depends on the size. It's not bad. It's very. It's 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 good. I'll give you the information. Okay. I have it, but I just can't think of it right now. That would be perfect because, like, I think my mom would need, like, maybe, like, a bed in there to kind of lay down on or something. I don't know if that would be a good idea, though, for her. If she says she's fragile, like, the whole... I mean, if you get one of those really big ones that are stable, then yes. But, like, if you're trying to go cheaper and have, like, a smaller one, it's... You could barely even walk there. Everything was falling over. It's super bumpy. Well, even on, like, a smooth highway? Well, on a smooth highway, but if you're planning on going... The road trip, a lot of the highways are not that smooth. And, you know, a lot of the times it's not so much that, but it's just all the turns that you have. Because then you're just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, time. there's a lot of weight in that. And as you make yeah. the turns, it kind of pulls you and it feels like the thing's kind of shifting. And yeah. if you go too fast, you might tip it or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. That's how it felt like. We, uh, the whole time I'm like, I feel like we're going to we're gonna die. over. Yeah. Well, but I do recommend it. Well, let's chat after this because yeah. that, that might be the only way my mom will be able to make the trip because, yeah. you know, and another thing is you got to kind of stop frequently, keep your blood flowing. It's not good to sit there like that long or whatever. Um, So it's, it sounds like you guys traveled a lot already in the six months, like one trip <laughs> yeah, a month yeah. or what? It, it, it For a while like we that. were, like, especially during, like, the whole, when everybody was quarantined and everything, it was kind of hard to like keep your sanity sometimes. So it was kind of like, let's go try to keep our sanity somewhere else. <laughs> you know, that's one thing we Something have in common. Different. You know, we love to travel, so we like to explore. We do have some bucket list we're trying to do this year. You know, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But she wants to go to Greece, Greece, Hawaii, Santorino, nice Hawaii. Those are those are long trips. Those ones. I mean, I think with Greece, you probably do a layover flight somewhere in Europe, and then they take you the rest of the way or something. There, I mean, maybe there are some direct flights flights to Greece, but even Hawaii. Like, do you, do you know like how far away that is from America? 
the entire width of the United States is about 2,500 miles. It is 2,500 miles, roughly, approximately, from California to Hawaii. That's a long flight. So you're traveling the entire distance of the United States away from the United States yeah. to get there. And somehow, that's still a state. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, America's uh, like, ooh, that looks like heaven. We're going to take that. Yeah. We're, we're going to make that a, a, a state. Yeah, you know? That's so funny. We're just Googling it this morning or yesterday. They consider it a state for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the 51st state, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Wow. 50th or 51st. I can't remember if Alaska or Hawaii. I think Hawaii was the last one. But really, I think the main reason or one of the main reasons, motivating reasons, was for defensive purposes. Because that was like they, if there was like attacks coming in from like Asia or Japan, like they would have that as like a, this is our first line of defense before they even get like within a couple of thousand miles of the coast of America. And so, I don't know, we just made that partnership and... You know, we had all that stuff uh, back in World War II where they, you know, bombed Pearl Harbor at Hawaii and yeah. all that and, and all that crazy stuff. But, well, good for you guys. Uh, you got some places to look forward to. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess I'll just ask, but you don't have to answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, have either of you guys got COVID at all during this whole crazy thing? I have. Yeah? I didn't get, like, tested, but I for sure know I had it because I lost my sense of smell and just felt really like it was around may when everybody was quarantining um and yeah i just felt really really down and really depressed and yeah i think that's what it was because it was for two weeks and then all of a sudden i was fine but the biggest thing was my nose like i felt like i couldn't like i was not congested nothing but i could not smell anything and do you feel like you're fully back to normal now now I am, but it took a it took a good couple months for me to feel normal again. So for sure, that's what I've heard. Like my one friend got it, and I still she got it in like April. I want to say, I still don't even know if she fully has her smell back yet. <laughs> well, I've always had allergies, so I can't really tell if it was like you know because of the COVID or not. But you can smell certain. You can smell, yeah, I think so. I guess you get older though, just lose it how about taste was your taste all right my taste was fine well obviously if you lose your sense of smell i feel like your taste gets affected yeah they're kind of connected but now i like i could taste stuff but for sure i guess maybe it has to do with the covid but i tell him all the time i'm like man food is just not interesting to me no more like i'll eat it but it's not like amazing like it used to be even now yeah so i don't know if it has to do with that or just the fact that like you know we're older but that could be I feel like we need to talk to our scientists, <laughs> make food great again, right? Know, right? Maybe. Like after COVID, like, mm. yo, this used to be one of life's best pleasures. And now um, it's, it's it. not the same. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you didn't get it too bad then because no, some people got it like real bad. Yeah. Like all sorts of stuff, blood clots, hair falling out, yeah. hair falling out. Oh my God. That's serious. Whatever that shit's doing to you, like chemotherapy sense. makes your hair fall. COVID does that shit too. Oh my God. Does it? I didn't know that. I've heard two different females tell me right now when they had it that they were like in the shower and they're like washing their hair and then all of a sudden like clumps of it would come out. And I'm like, oh wow. That's Girl, funny. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> That's true. What about you, George? No? 
No, I mean, I don't think I have. Um, all I know is the first time when quarantine came out, I dipped to Mexico yeah. for months. And the first week, I was in this place called Ajijic in Jalisco. So I was up in the mountains or whatever. I thought it was the altitude, so I felt like I was having difficulty breathing. But That's I, a beautiful place, by the way. Yeah. Oh, you've been? To, Just there? for a day. Well, it was our last day there, and we were only there about maybe half a day. But oh, it's, it's beautiful gorgeous, there. Yes. So I thought, I mean, I had everything else. So I had taste. I ate. I didn't feel sick. It's just I couldn't breathe. I had trouble breathing. but. I still think it was the altitude. Maybe it was a change in altitude. I'm I wasn't sure. used to it. You don't have any other symptoms. So remember, tequila. <laughs> it keeps everything <laughs> away. Yeah. Do you need I've been blessed. I, I haven't got sick. I, you know, I don't think I've gotten COVID. So. Do you need a little more of that golden elixir right there for now or no? <laughs> a little. Just a little bit before we uh, yeah, sure. finish off the uh, <laughs> the broadcast. So a shot a day keeps COVID away. That's how I look at it. I'm fortunate. I have not had it. My wife did not get it. Good. Um, we were supposed to get married in March last year, mm. and she uh, she was working at this plasma clinic, and a couple of people got it there, and the one guy died from it. He was also a Cook County Corrections officer, and he did security there, kind of like on his days off mm. or part time. And uh, he was he was a middle-aged guy. He was, like, in his 40s or whatever. And, you know, uh, he got it. And then another young lady got it. And uh, my wife was telling me, she's like, they're not taking the proper procedures. But at the time, she was off because we were supposed to get married. We are going to go to the courthouse. Mm -hmm. We were going to keep it low-key. Mm -hmm. And then they shut down the courts. And she was still off of work. So I'm like, well, why don't you take an extended leave of absence? Because if people there are getting COVID, like, I don't feel like they're properly screening the people that are coming in there. I didn't want her to get it. I didn't want her to, to bring it home. I didn't want it, you know, then we're all spreading it around, whatever. So she left there, you know, eventually she's like, I can't keep on asking for more time off. I'll just have to quit. So she did. And she's been, like, working part-time now and also helping us, which was a blessing in disguise because she does a lot of, like, our data entry. She opens our files for us, and she does, you know, the addendums that we have to send to lenders yeah. and and uh, she's going to be closing files, too. i got to work with her a little bit more on that. But um, it really worked out well. And then we didn't get married because the ports were shut down for so long, but we still had the license. So we just got married here outside in the backyard uh, back in October. It was perfect. It was like, uh, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better wedding. It was the last, like, warm day in October. We had some tents delivered in. We had a DJ. We had a pork on rotisserie out there. They were cooking that. We just had everything set up real good, and uh, so it worked out really well. What are you guys doing, like, health-wise or, like, stay in shape during all this? Uh, like, what's your exercise routines like? Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Lifting kidding. the glass. <laughs> well, now it's walking the dogs. I mean, we were going to the gym every morning. It's kinda, hard to stay motivated we sometimes. stopped for a little bit. We want to go back, but we're early birds now, you know, yeah. so we do – take the dogs for a walk for a long walk so that's a little mini cardio we were talking about getting uh rollerblades so mm -hmm. i know she's a rollerblader i used to be a rollerblader we'll see what happens you know mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe i'll face plan a couple times but um you know try to stay active i know the weather it's kind of hard to be active you know but hopefully now once the weather starts breaking be out and about more you know get a lot more active you know especially with the pooches and I dance. 
<laughs> I dance. I'm a dancer. I do bachata. So that's what's kept me kind of... During the quarantine, like, they stopped doing a lot of stuff. Everything was through Zoom. So we were kind of, like, dancing through Zoom. Um, but now they've opened up again. So I've done that. And we do, like, a eight-hour, almost ten-hour intense training on Sundays. And then the rest of the week, you just kind of practice on your own. Do you teach? I don't. I'm actually in a competition team, so I have my directors that teach me, but they they teach. They do privates or classes. So you're back to doing in person now? Yes. Where's that at? Um, right now they have it at Latin Street. We still have to wear your masks, so the whole time we're practicing, we're still wearing our masks, temperature checks, all of that stuff. But yeah, they just. Where's Latin Street? It's on um Roosevelt by Roosevelt and Canal. I don't know exactly the address. But it's in the South Loop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah, they're close by. I think I might have seen, like, I don't know, video or at least maybe some pictures online. You doing that? You do it, yeah. like, competitively or something? Or I'm in training. So when I started, I had only been there for maybe less, a year, I think maybe a year. And then COVID happened. So I wasn't ready after a year. You know, it had been such a long time since I stopped doing dancing. And then... You know, when COVID happened, it was kind of hard to stay motivated. And, you know, now this year I hope to compete, hopefully. Just depends on my effort, too. But it kind of all happened all at the same time, opening the business, doing the dance. And then, you know, you know, the first few years is hard. So it's kind of hard to do multiple things at once. <laughs> we get pulled in a million different directions. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. And then I decided to open right before COVID happened. So, hey, you can make it. Nobody knew it was coming. Right. You can make it anytime. Right. That's how I look at it. That's true. That's for sure. But also, when when COVID first hit, I was a little concerned. I was like, okay. "Oh man, I'm like people are gonna be really afraid, and that's gonna hurt the market." And it was just like this initial blast. Mm-hmm. And when everybody like put their heads up, they're like. All right, let's everybody buy real estate right now. Interest yeah. rates were low. Yeah. Thank the Lord they were low at this time because I feel like that totally helped us like get through this. Yeah. And I feel bad because we probably all had very good years like the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year was probably my best year, and then this year is pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of people out there hurting. So, like, mm-hmm. blessed life. I feel like, you know, I'm blessed in that sense too. I agree. Um. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, who wanna, who who knew that was coming, right? Yeah. You're getting ready to do all these things. We all thought 2020 was gonna be the year of the G, <laughs> and then that happened. Yeah. Who knows how it's all gonna play out? It's okay. I feel like stronger. I'm like, it's like the people that went through the market crash. It's like the second wave of it, but with COVID. So I'm like, now it's a story you could tell later on and be like, we did this, you know in these times so for sure like our grandkids are going to hear about this for a long time to come <laughs> how's covid like <laughs> times are different kids got the cell phones and stuff now by the oh, time we're telling these stories we're gonna be flying around in magic spaceship cars and stuff <laughs> that's like, true <laughs> yeah tesla doja coin and uh no phones anymore just Bitcoin. virtual it'll just be like a, some glasses or something or contacts that you can wear now I think they're talking about putting it like inside you, like chipping you. They're 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 calling. Right. Well, you you like you know that dude Elon Musk who, mm-hmm. like, owns Tesla mm-hmm. Motors or whatever. He came out with his own tequila too. 
He's trying to get into everything, Tesla this guy. Tequila. It's called Tesla. Like huh? One of my buddies sent it to me, and I looked it up. Sold out. I'm like, oh. I would have bought it just to, you know. Give it a try. Yeah. Maybe Michael Jordan some... has one. It's not the best. Snoop Dogg has wine. He does? I think so. Um, My friend Cindy. Shout out to Cindy Mesa. What up, Cindy? Um, yeah, what up, Cindy? <laughs> she gave me a bottle the other day, and it had Snoop Dogg's like, picture on there. So I'm like, I don't think they would let it, like, he would use his image on there unless it was his stuff. So I got to look it up. But yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. Maybe we'll have our own after a while. Who knows? I have my own tequila. Ooh, that's nice. You got to get your hands into everything, man. Like <laughs> The JF tequila. <laughs> we're going to have to come up with a really cool name for it. Yes. We'll, we'll come up with it. We'll, we'll leave that for the next one. Um, <laughs> is there anything that um, either of you guys want to tell the listeners about to yourselves or your business or your family, anything? Ladies first. What a Such gentleman. A gentleman. God you know bless me. you, George. You know <laughs> born well, and raised like, by women, so. True. That is true. I was born and raised by women, too. I have no father figure. But anyway, the only thing I can give or advice I can give is don't get discouraged if you're young, right? Or if you don't know where you're going, because at the end of the day, like how you say, you know, you're blessed and you just try to be a good person. If you continue to do that, the universe has a funny way of just putting things into place for you. So just keep persevering. Keep persevering, be positive, and the universe will reward you and reflect that back to you. Be a good person. Yeah, for sure. Well, just to piggyback off of that, mm. good things happen to good people. Yeah. I truly believe that. You know, you gotta, you can't, I mean, the advice I would give is don't let anybody shoot down your dream, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, you know, believe in it. Obviously, give effort, you know, um, whatever it is that you want to do. You know, if it's something that you have a goal, you know, work hard for it. You know, there's always a, a light at the, at the end of the tunnel, you know. So protect your dream, you know, always fight for it. Um, whatever it is, you know, good things happen to good people. You know, don't let, let karma take care of the bad people. You know, be yourself. Don't don't try to get, don't try to adapt to to what social media says you need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, because me, I personally, even though social media has helped me a lot in business, but I tend to sometimes believe social media is the devil. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it it portrays how women should be and how women should look, how guys should be, or whatever. You know what I mean? Be yourself. You know, don't don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. Be unique. Be what makes you. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, if pe people would appreciate that. You know, if they don't appreciate that, then maybe they weren't meant to be in your life or, or whatever. You know, just just be yourself. Be you. You know, and that that's what makes you unique. You know, so always take that into consideration. Don't don't follow. Be a leader. You know, and it definitely would take your place. That's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. You guys... Sorry. No, the, if there's something you want to add, I mean, that. you guys are blowing really well. There's some little magic going on. There, <laughs> you know? Just to say, and just to kind of go into what he's saying as well, where he says, if it's your dream, pursue it. If it's not your dream, 
if it's something that you're figuring out right just give it your all because i feel like this new generation or like that's coming up a lot of times people are doing just enough to kind of get by because maybe they don't know or maybe it's not a dream but whatever you're doing give it your all well even if it's something that you don't like and then along the process you will find what you do like but as long as you keep trying to always grow yourself as a person you know even if it's not something that you you completely like i agree mm-hmm. um there's there's you know every everything you do is a stepping stone if that's not the final destination mm-hmm. um i'm a belie- big believer that the universe is kind of a mirror that reflects back to you if you're gonna go around grumpy or angry or with uh you know a chip on your shoulder the universe is gonna reflect that back to you mm-hmm. and um there's a lot of things that i've done in my life yoga and learning how to breathe properly that have yeah. helped me to relieve stress because i used to be the guy would be honking the horn or yelling at somebody because it's how my dad did you know fuck you blah, blah, <laughs> yelling at him, fucking, yeah. like, getting ready to get out of the car or whatever they had to um but that's that's not me anymore and and you know to your point um i i agree that social media like spending too much time on there is the equivalent of devil worship in my humble opinion it's such a distraction it's like i mean it's great you know like there's beautiful people on there doing beautiful things and accomplishing good stuff but it's a you can go down that rabbit hole and just get stuck on it for so long and then you're like jesus where did they go or you know there's so many things that when you really come down to handling your business spending too much time on there is not the thing to do like lately I'll make some posts, but I kind of like post and ghost. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'll post and ghost. I just want to put a thought out there. And then I don't really spend a lot of time going back and revisiting it. And I use it to say happy birthday to people. That's all. Yeah. I always wanted to kind of start my day off saying happy birthday to people because it's like a really positive thing to do. But lately, I'm taking care of me first. Get my my exercise in. A lot of people fetch likes. It's bad though. What is it? the, The thing where it says... The first 30 minutes that you spend when you wake up, like, if you're this, it's really bad because of the blue light and all that stuff. So they say, like, do other things and then go into it. Even if it's just something like happy birthday, that still affects you, I feel. Well, I agree. And and another thing is, like, uh, once you engage with that, it's hard to break away. It's a very Mm -hmm. powerful thing because, like, even if it's just the messages and stuff, in the morning during those precious hours and minutes if you make the most of them you use them for you and you get your routine in you take care of yourself but if you stop and you start answering the text messages i'll lose like a half hour 45 minutes and that's like all right well i guess i gotta go either you have to rush my shower or brushing my teeth or just go without it and do it later and that's that's what that does to you um but what you said uh were some good words of advice i i felt it was you know pretty profound and be yourself and be unique and and find what makes you you and chase it so that you're fulfilled. Because if you're not fulfilling yourself, filling that cup up, like you don't have much to give anybody else. So, um, I mean, this is the, the first time I'm doing this. You guys are really awesome. I, I It's so cool that you came here and you bared with me too because I was running a real, little late <laughs> with all the tef- technical difficulties. But We're down the street, so we're good. <laughs> and you're welcome anytime. If I'm doing something here or... You know, just having you guys back to catch up on another time. Thank you guys so much for being here. I don't know if you still have something in your cup or if you I need to add a little a bit. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, cheers. cheers. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I mean, eventually, one day, an assistant will be managing my social media. 
will be managing my emails. All calls will be forwarded. I need peace of mind. That doesn't do <laughs> That's true. Naval Ravikant, he's like this tech investor angel, and he said to really have peace, you kind of need to disconnect from that and be able yeah. to turn it off. And quite honestly, George, I thought you already had that. Like, no. you guys have a good team over there. Yeah. Loans. No, I, I do, I but to manage that. To do it, it's, like, it's all your hard. personal social media yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I had somebody manage my emails and whatnot. I mean, I'm looking. I'm still transitioning, you know. Um, I am hiring more team members. But that's the goal. That's the long-term goal. I don't want a short-term goal. I want a long-term goal where I don't have to be constantly looking at my phone or, or waiting for it to ring or vibrate and respond. I don't want that. Like you said, I want peace of mind. I don't want a distraction. I'm, that's a distraction. Nice long walks with itself and the, the fur family. <laughs> which we have. Which we have. And, I mean, a couple times we didn't take our phones, but when we didn't take our phones out, we wanted to take a picture of certain things because we're, you know, we're doing landscaping into the house. We're trying to get ideas, fencing, and want to, oh, let's take a picture of this. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We didn't bring our phone. You know what I mean? Start bringing those little, those old school cameras now. The Polaroid, <laughs> like, yeah, just like <laughs> we want to get ideas. This is what we want. We tell the contractor. Those are still out there. Go back to yeah, old school days. Yes, man. The Polaroids are dope. First of all, it's like a yeah. throwback to like late eighties, early nineties. When it came, <laughs> those old heavy ass cameras. Can you imagine when they were like the, you know, top tier technology? Yeah. Holy shit! You had to shake the thing to make the ink turn out right on the picture or whatever. But yes. Because that's the only thing it does is take pictures. I guess for now, unless you guys snap up a Polaroid on Amazon or whatever, you got the right-click save, right-click save on your uh, on your mental camera. But um, I look forward to seeing what you guys do with the house, and um, and uh, I look forward to having you back again sometime, and uh, you know, enjoy it. And uh, I guess all I gotta say is we're blessed. And we hope you stay blessed too. Yes, Thanks again blessed. for being here. Thank you. Thank you for Thanks having for us. Thanks for tuning in. And <laughs> you're welcome. You. And tune in again next time. Thanks again, guys. Peace out. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>